Queens, welcome to She Speaks Love Women of the Bible series. We're so excited to share these incredible women of the Bible and highlight their personal story and their legacy. These podcasts will encourage, inspire, and share wisdom from God's Word as it relates to women in our unique circumstances. Let's get into their phenomenal story and the power of their voice. Today's woman of the Bible is The Woman at the Well, presented by Queen Dr. Glory. I call her an Amazon because that's what I realized. She is an Amazon. She's a trailblazer. So the story, this the story is about this woman that goes to the well, um, and it is said in Samaria. Samaria is between Jerusalem and Galilee. It's on the west side of the Jordan, and the population is a very mixed population. We have um, people brought in from different places as by the Assyrians. So when they conquered each nation, they just moved people from different places, and they brought them into Israel when they conquered wow. Israel in 722 B.C., and so you have a mix of people from different places. And some of them have got it. And some of the Israelites, the poor, usually when they, they take them captive, they leave the poorest of the poor. The poor ones there, some of them are going into mixed marriage with all these people. So it's all mixed up. That's what the unique thing about these people. And of course, you know, even the people that came from different nations, they will see landmarks like the well you know, that, that where this woman goes to and some other places and hear stories of the fathers of the faith, hear stories about God over the years. And some of them actually believed in God and identified with God. But Israelites never liked them, just hated them because they are mixed blood. And they didn't believe that they had, as far as they're concerned, they have no right to God. God was their God, not not, not, not these people's God. The Jews rejected them because they are mixed up. And, you know, to the Jews, genealogy is very important. If, you, if, you, if your birth cannot be traced, then you don't belong. That's the way they see it. And so these people, they not only rejected them, they also avoided them because they, they, they didn't want to be contaminated by these Sumerians. And so what happens is usually when people travel from Jerusalem to Galilee, you, there's a shortcut. If you go through Samaria, it's a shortcut. It's, short, it's a shorter distance. You go through Samaria and then you get to Galilee. But what, because they hated these people and they avoided these people, they will go through the Jordan, cross the Jordan, and travel a very long way so that they don't get into any form of contact with these people. So these people are rejected people. It is so bad that when they want to curse you, they will call you a Samaritan. You are a Samaritan. It means that you have, you, you, have, you, have, you have a questionable birth. In our times, it's what we call a bastard. Something like that. That's the way it is. For the, it was for them at the time. So this woman that and the, the scripture that we're looking at is in John chapter four, 
verses 1 to 42. The woman that we're looking at, her life, is part of these people. So she is already from a rejected race or tribe or city or whatever we want to call it. And then on top of that, she has all these labels. So it's not only that she's mixed up, mixed up people from mixed up people, she's rejected. She's also seen as an immoral woman. She had been married five times. Even these days, I don't know how many women have broken that record. She's been married five times and she was living with a sixth man who was not her husband. And also she was living in a man's world because at those times it was a man's world. And that brings us to the first question that God asked me, what are the labels that you are carrying? And that was really what got me. What are the labels you're carrying? I can identify because I am mixed up. I have this African, American, Canadian. I'm just mixed up. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm just everywhere, nowhere. I am reject. I, I, I am a woman in a man's world. I'm an engineer by profession. I work with men most of the time. And I can see that there are some roles that no matter how smart and good you are, they're not even thinking of putting a woman in that role. Nobody says anything about it. It's just the system. You accept it or you go away. That's just what it is. Even today, there are some churches that will not have a woman as a pastor or a woman preach to men. It's still a man's world to a very large extent. And I can relate with that because these are things I deal with all the time. And I'm dark skinned also, which is a very peculiar problem in the world we live in today. Even though we don't say it, but we all know that it's the silent elephant in the room. And then the one that really, really spoke to me is I, I, have, I have experienced rejection time and time again, like this woman, not just in terms of tribe, but also personally. I have been told that I am overeducated and overqualified. I never knew that could be a problem. And I just wanted to bring it up here because I know a lot of times, a lot of us say, I wish I had a little more education, I'll be better off. If I, if I was a little more qualified, I'll be in a different place. If I had a little more of that, a little more, like I have it all. Okay, so I was trying to describe my own labels. And you know, I'd mentioned that I'm mixed up, I am a woman in a man's world, I am dark skinned, and I am rejected. I've been told that I'm overqualified and overexperienced. And, and I, okay, yes, and I was talking about some of us who think if I had a little more education, a little more experience, I'll be, I'll be better off in life. And I've learned that it's not about the qualifications. It's not about the experiences. It is about God that sets us apart. When God opens a door for you, Nobody can close it. And so let's keep our eyes focused on God and just, just leave work in obedience with him. He will make a way for us because even with our qualifications and experience and all the things we think we need, they can still not get us to where we need to be except God. But when God says it's time, it's time. There's nothing anybody can do about it. So in verse four, the Bible says that Jesus needed to go through Samaria. Usually, they would go around the, through the Jordan, right, and avoid Samaria. But Bible says Jesus needed to go to that city. 
Why? Because God had an appointment with this woman who had no idea that God was already waiting. God, God had marked her out for a change of life and a change of story. She didn't know. All she knew was every day she carries her pot and she goes to the well. Every day she showed up to the well. It doesn't matter how she was feeling. It doesn't matter what she was going through. Every day this woman showed up and God broke protocols to show up for her. Jesus went the route that nobody goes to show up for this woman because she always showed up. Can you imagine what would have happened if Jesus showed up there and this woman wasn't there? And that brings us to the second question. What has God assigned you to do? And how often do you show up? Nobody may appreciate it. It may just be caregiving. It may just be taking care of a family, a child. It may just be, it doesn't, it, it, when God gives us these things, it's usually not a big deal. It's just small things that don't mean much, no reward, no appreciation. But how committed, how often do we show up to it? Because God honors faithfulness. God does not honor rewards. He does not honor the profits we bring in. He does not honor the big name. and He honors the fact that we are faithful to what has been committed into our care. How faithful are you? on that task. It's very easy to offer excuses. You know, when I got to this part, I remembered, I remembered Lisa. Every time she showed up, every time she showed up, even when she's in the hospital. And I'm like, God, I want this level of commitment to just whatever you've called me to. I want to show up. I don't want to bring excuses to you. I want to show up because God shows up for those who keep showing up no matter what. He shows up for you. He will. All we hear about her is that she married five husbands and the sixth one wasn't even married. And she was probably looking out for the seventh man. She was ready for her seventh man when Jesus walked into her life. <laughs> and he was the perfect man because we are made to understand that the number seven is perfection. The perfect man walked into her life at the perfect time. You know what I learned? God doesn't wait for a special day to do something special for us. It was just an ordinary day, like every other day. She carries the same old pot and shows up at the same old well to do the same old thing she does every day. But she had no idea that God had an appointed time that he had been waiting for. And that day was the time. And as faithful as she had been every day, she showed up on that day and Jesus was already there waiting. God is never late. We can't beat him on timing. Jesus was there before her waiting. You know, God told me when I was talking, they said, this is the kind of person I'm seeking. This kind of woman, it's the kind of people I'm seeking because this woman was a seeker. God says, I I'm seeking for people who are seekers, people who seek and then and they don't give up. They keep seeking and they don't give up. They realize that they have made a mistake and they get up. And they keep moving. People who refuse to die where they fell. She made the first mistake, she got up. She made the second mistake, she got up. She continued to, she continued to look for whatever she's looking for. And you know, a lot of times what we are seeking, we are misguided because we don't know better. But God knows the heart. And that woman was a seeker. That was why God picked her up. And even though she had made mistakes, even though she had been called names, even though she was avoided and ostracized in that society because her lifestyle was weird, but God saw her heart 
that that woman was a seeker and that she will not give up until she found what she was looking for. God knew she was probably heading for the seventh man when Jesus intercepted her. She didn't stop. She kept going. She kept seeking until she met Christ. And that brings brings me to the third question. What have you given up on? Because you tried a couple of times and it didn't work. Jesus said, God is seeking for this kind of people who don't give up until they find what they are looking for. God, these are the kind of people God is seeking for. The first question, Jesus was the one asking, you know, asking her, can you give me a drink? He was the one that started all that discussion. And she was just like responding. But the first question that came out of her mouth was about worship. She said, yeah, we, you know, our fathers told us we could worship you and all that, but, but you, you, the Jews said you can only worship in Jerusalem. She was talking about, she wasn't asking a question about marriage. She wasn't like asking a question about, about a man. She was asking about worship. She said, why can't we worship here? Why do we have to go to Jerusalem to worship? Meanwhile, they don't want us in Jerusalem. So how are we going to worship? How do we do this? Because we've heard so much about this God. We love this God. We want to serve him, but we are not accepted. How do we do this? The Jews controlled who had access to God and access to worship. You know, when men control things, they can deny you, they can deprive you. But that was one of the reasons why Jesus came to this woman to tell her that access had been granted her and she didn't have to go anywhere special or do anything special to have access to God or access to worship. That right where she is, all God was asking, all God is asking of us is to come in spirit and in truth. We don't have to be in Jerusalem. We don't have to go to the mountains right where we are. He's looking for the heart of worship, people who will worship him in spirit and in truth. This woman had it and and God recognized it. Jesus came to give us access, free access to God and free access to worship. And it started with this woman. You know, when Jesus met all the other people, he, he, he talked about salvation for the Gentiles, salvation for the Gentiles. But when he came to worship, it started with this woman. She was a trailblazer. She opened, like she was the first that carried this message of we can worship God anywhere, even before Christ had already died, you know, for the Holy Spirit to dwell in all of us. This woman, Christ told, Christ gave her that access on that day that you can worship the Father in spirit and in truth. You don't have to travel to the mountain or go to Jerusalem. And that's what he's been teaching us all these, all these years that we have. Now we even have the Holy Spirit. We have access to God. We have access to worship. No man is controlling this. It's all up to us. However we want to roll with God is how it is going to go for us. We choose how we roll with God. Nobody does it. I'd like to just round off because I know this is a beautiful forum and everybody has things to add in. So I'm, I'm, I want to hear what everybody has to say. So I'm going to round up. And the points that I want to highlight in rounding up is that despite the labels this woman had, God came through for her. I don't know what labels you're carrying. I just want you to know, God sent me to tell you that he will come through for you. 
It doesn't matter what your story has been. It doesn't matter what you have done in the past. It doesn't matter the mess you've lived in. It doesn't matter how messed up and how, it doesn't matter. God will come through for you. If God came through for this woman, she was not even a Jew. Nobody goes her way. Nobody even talks to her, but God break protocols to get to her. And God what God was sitting waiting for her before she showed up. God is waiting for you. He will not be late on your case. You will miss your time. You will miss your blessing. This woman didn't have to go look for God. God showed up for her. All she had to do was to do what she knows how to do. Show up at the well every day with her pots. That's all she had to do. And that's all God is asking for us to just show up. Will you just show up? Will you just be faithful with that little thing? Because we are the ones that despise little beginnings. God does not have any rating for big job and small job. If God has given you something, it is big in his eyes, no matter how little it looks in our eyes. Will you be found faithful the day he shows up on that spot? Will you be there doing what you have been asked to do? Bible says that a faithful servant is the one that his master comes back and he is diligent and faithful doing what he's been committed to do. Will you be that faithful? Will you show up? Will you keep showing up? Because God will show up for you. He's a rewarder of not um, good results, you know, big results. He's not a rewarder of results. He's a reward. Bible says God is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him and faithfully serve him. God rewards diligence and faithfulness. Will you be diligent and faithful in that little thing that everybody looks down on? The problem is not that everybody's looking down on it. The problem is that we look down on it. The problem is that we look down on ourselves. The problem is that we refuse to forget the labels. We keep carrying the labels. We refuse to take them off. But God is faithful. If we will be faithful, he will show up for us. We won't even have to go looking for him. He knows where to meet us. He knows and he will be there and he will be there on time. God used a woman who was rejected, who was written off, who was immoral, like all the terrible labels you can imagine. God used that woman. I don't know what your labels are, but you have not married five husbands yet. And you do not have the sixth one. And you're not on your way to the seventh one. So you are not even as, as a bad chick as this babe was. This babe was the ultimate bad chick. But God still found her. You're not even that bad. You're thinking you're bad. You haven't even started. You're still struggling with one husband. You haven't, even, you haven't even gone through. You're not a bad chick. No, wake up. This is the bad chick. But she was seeking and she never gave up. And God used her. God used her. God turned her life around. Not only did God turn her own life around, God used her to set her city free and bring salvation to the whole city. God used a woman who had been written off to answer the prayer of a people who have been praying for the coming of the Messiah. God can still use you. It doesn't matter whatever labels you're carrying. It doesn't matter whatever your troubles or your issues are. It doesn't matter what your history or story has been. 
It doesn't matter. If God doesn't count all of those. If you will keep showing up, God will use you in your family. God will use you in your church. God will use you in your community. God will use you everywhere and in everything he has prepared you and sent you for. Everything you've been through was part of the process. God knew what he was doing. It was all included in that process. To us, is a mistake, but nothing is a mistake in the hands of God because he put all our things, all of them, all our mess, he added it into the equation of our life and ministry. So he knows what he's doing. We may not know what God is doing, but he knows what he's doing. Will you just show up? That's all God is asking. Just show up. I want to show up every time. I want to be there. I don't want to be the one missing the day God shows up because we don't know that day. Queens, thank you so much for spending time listening to She Speaks Love podcast and being part of this amazing Sister Keeper community. Our heart is to bring you content that is educational, inspirational, relatable, and it encourages you to share the power of your voice. So you don't miss any of the conversations, we invite you to subscribe to She Speaks Love wherever you listen to podcasts. Please like, comment, and share. Follow us on our blog at SheSpeaksLove.com. To help support She Speaks, donate via our website as well as select She Speaks Incorporated as your favorite charity on smile.amazon at no extra cost to you. Links are in the show notes below.